Welcome to this episode of Kingdom Over Cosmos, where Bren Chamness and Jen Weir promote Christian values over world culture to advance a biblical framework for life. Let's join your hosts, Bren and Jen. Welcome to this episode of Kingdom Over Cosmos, where we elevate kingdom truth over the culture. We're your hosts, Bren Chamness and Jen Weir from Kairos Life Institute. We're so glad you joined us today. It's funny because I think, okay, now we need to talk about emotions because that's that's what I love talking about. Mm-hmm. And I, and again, we may disagree when I say, oh, I think everything, anything that befalls somebody is because of some negative emotion somewhere. And to be fair, you fall and break your leg. Is that emotions? Well, I, here's me. I'll argue with you. Like, I don't know. Were you mad? Were you not paying attention where you're going okay. because you were angry? And, and I will come back at that and say, might have been an accident to start with. But let me say this. If you are mad because it happened and you're resentful because you tripped yeah. over somebody's toy or somebody's junk or whatever, well, it can sure keep you from healing. Well, there's that. Yes. So on the topic of emotions mm-hmm. and illness and all of that, um, you know, we were talking about the fall autumn, you know, winter going into spring and having different immune issues, because I think this is, gosh, that's how they shut the whole world down is a supposed issue with your immune system. I'll happen mm-hmm. to be in the, the winter time and look at, at least in America, I'm only talking about because I only live here and I can only know what our culture goes through here between fall, or excuse me, September to the end of December, Right. Kids go back to school, not that they're in a classroom, not as much vitamin D, that yes, that plays a part, but let's talk about the stress of that mm-hmm. back to school. And even if you don't have kids, you and I both know that traffic gets a little more hairy in September. It takes you longer to get somewhere. It can be a little more frustrating. Folks are rushing around. I was at Costco today and there's people, it was like lunchtime and you could just tell everybody was frantic trying to get what they need to get quickly so they can get back to work or whatever they needed to do. And then you have, you know, October and I'll say, you know, people go trick-or-treating or they have the harvest festivals or whatever the heck you want to call it, but it's a big candy fest. And yes. we- You know, right. So we eat, not we, I don't, because I don't really particularly like carnival wax and high fructose corn syrup in my body, but I'm just weird like that. Um, You know, you have a crap ton of candy and then we eat a lot in November and, and on, on, and then December, I mean, it is a free for all for sugar, fat, and salt. And on that note, you know, you started off with emotions. So you have all of the stress of September which That's is right. the adjustment to the kids going back to school. Like you said, the the increase in traffic. I mean, you know, if you've been used to zipping around places all summer and suddenly you forgot that the school buses run, trust me, if you don't have peace of Jesus, you're going to find your frustration level rising because you're sitting behind buses. Oh, um, yes. And also you're going through school zones. Yeah. So there's that. And then October, you know, I mean, I, I really, I'm sorry for anybody that, that feels differently. I, I don't love the month of October most of the time because it, I, I hardly can even stand the commercials for the fear movies and things like that that are on. It's like, 
some people enjoy being frightened. I can just tell you that's that's your jam. That's fine. But you also are messing with your immune system, 100%, mm-hmm. right? You're causing fear responses in your body as if that stuff was real. And yeah. so it's not optimal for your health, however you want to take that. So you have that plus the sugar, which is right. also depressing your immune system. So you got a double whammy. Of double whammy. You've system. got a double whammy all the way through. So yes. then in November, you have, my goodness, I mean, stuff the turkey, stuff the people, right? Yeah. But you also have, you know, that's my busiest time of year. November and December, you would think I'd be able to take off and have a break. And no, November and December are when most people come up and say, I need a session. I need a session. I need a session because I'm going home to see family. Yep. And there's some kind of issue, stress, strife, see the in-laws, see your own parents, see your siblings. Regardless, a lot of times that in and of itself is a very stressful time, whether it is because of strife or, and often over the past few years, it's been because of loss. Yeah. Right. This was, this was, you know, this is the first Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever, since we lost mom or we lost dad or, you know, all of that. And so you've got this massive amount of emotional content that is depressing your immune system. And then you also have all of the the food that you normally would not eat, right? All of the, as you put it, the wax and high yeah. fructose corn syrup. That would be candy corn for those of you who don't know your ingredients. Um, <laughs> uh, but you have all of that and, and also overeating, right? So you're overtaxing your, um, not only your immune system, but also your detoxification system. And it it just makes for a very difficult time for your body to maintain homeostasis and to not, right. you know, succumb to whatever is blowing through at the moment. Right. Well, and as you were talking about, you know, holidays, I think there's two factors in that that are stress levels for those people who don't have delightful relationships with their family. Mm-hmm. Number when you have obligation. Right. Mm-hmm. The feeling obliged to do something, even though you don't want to, and there's all that pressure to perform. But on the other side, if you, if you don't have delightful relationships, then you just, all of the junk from the childhood, the whatever, again, I guess it goes back to obligation, but it, it just brings it up, stirs it up where you've had maybe nine or 10 months of shoved down bliss where you haven't had to deal with it. And then all of a sudden you got to see uncle Bob, who's kind of a creepy guy or, you know, your siblings, you don't really get along with because you guys think that each other, you know, nobody listens or everybody has frustrations with one another and that angst and that stress and the tax that it does on your adrenals, right? So we talk about your immune system and your gut health with all the food, but then your adrenals are suffering. Yeah. And your stress, you know, stress is recognized by the body as the same. So whether it's good stress or bad stress, it doesn't matter whether it's a wedding or a funeral right. to your body, to your immune system, it's the same. And so even if you have a great family mm-hmm. and, but you're cooking and you're trying to coordinate plans and try to make sure everybody's coming in at the right time and has a place to stay, all of those things are also stressful. 
And so your body is responding to the stress. And again, it's it's diminishing your immune system and making you more vulnerable to these viruses and things that are going around. Now, let me throw something out to you, Bren. Yep. Because one of the blessings of being a widow, I'll just say that, is my give a crap meter is shattered. So when I have, like I have an event this Saturday at my house, people are coming over to make stuff. And in the past, I would have been stressed and, oh, I have to get everything perfect. Now I'm like, I don't really, it's not that I don't care. I want to have a home that is welcoming and pretty and not pretty, but you know what I mean? Just clean and have them have a lovely time. But when I say I have zero stress about it, I mean, zero. I'm just looking forward to having people over. And so with mm -hmm. that, I think, so in my mind, I'm thinking, hmm, let's see if people can get to a healed state. And I mean, really having your give a crap meter busted be, by the way, that is not a Jen Weir word. That's Brenda. I'm going to throw her under, that is her, her phrase. So you can steal that. Um, If that is broken and shattered and you're just at peace with how God designed you and the idea of community, let's say, I mean, breaking bread together, is there anything more healing than that besides sitting in the presence of God? No, I, but I think it's important to, like you said, it's important for that community. Absolutely. That's that's actually healing. Yeah. That's really healing. And, you know, you're talking about the, the, <laughs> the give a crap meter being broken and that happened for me through through some trauma that I went through, sure. and it really caused me to sit with the Lord and reevaluate mm-hmm. what is important in my life. Because at that point, there was there was just um, a lot of broken stuff, a lot of stuff. And as I'm going through the stuff, I'm like, why why am I keeping this? Why is this still important to me? And so the Lord and I worked through that and it got to the point where I had changed in so many things as far as my prioritization. You know, it's like, I don't care what you think about me anymore. Your opinion no longer matters. There's only one that does. And he is my father Mm -hmm. and he loves me and he thinks incredibly delightful things about me. So I was, I, I became confident and um sure of his love and so that was the first part of that that meter that got broken the other thing is it's not only peace that we need but it's also acceptance like accepting your limitations mm-hmm. and being okay with that like good enough is good enough that's right right good enough is good enough you do not have to turn yourself inside out so that people have a good time because truly I've been in homes that were um, very upscale. Everything was done perfectly. And I was uncomfortable, not because the homes were upscale and and done perfectly, but because the hostess was so stressed over it, right? I've been in homes where the the opposite's been true. Um, The homes were comfortable. It was like, you felt like you could just come in and sit down and maybe put your feet up. Right, right. And and the joy and the enjoyment of it was so great. Now those could switch. It doesn't. It's not the environment of the home, right? 
it's the the stress of the person. And so acceptance, when you can say, I can as easily put out the fine china as some really pretty paper plates. Right. And if I need to do the paper plates because that's what I can do this year, I'm fine with it and it doesn't bother me. That's not just peace, that's acceptance. And that is, I think, some one of the emotions that people are the the states of being that people don't think about as being important, but being able to accept things as they are and yourself as you are, your capabilities for what they are is huge. It's a huge Mm -hmm. gift. Well, and that acceptance, gosh, I'm trying to collect my thoughts and and really think about that because there's a lot at play there, emotionally speaking. Um, If you are a people pleaser, you earn that acceptance from your performance mm-hmm. and what they say, whoever they are, whether it's family, friends, coworkers, whoever is, are the, the audience of the day. And so bringing the perfect dish, having the perfect, whatever at your holiday time, um, you know, I love, I'm a, I'm a meme reader and a TikTok watcher. Right. And you just see the funny videos about the the mom who's just trying to survive and then the other mom who's making the perfect popsicle cabin, right? For kids. It, you know, just <laughs> thinking about that kind of thing. Um and then the other side, I know I have struggled with this in the past. And and to some extent, you know, the Lord is healing me and walking me through a better place. But that performance really for myself mm-hmm. and not achieving a thousand things because I just, I just feel really good because I can tick all these boxes and I'm a, I'm a star lover, right? So if I give myself a lot of gold stars, like, look at all I've accomplished. It's not that I would share with anybody else. Like, could you even believe what I've done in the day? Mm -hmm. It's more for me and I'm trying to impress me and, or I have been, and then you wear yourself out. And wow. it's, it, there's that identity there's, um, oh, come on, Brenda, help me. What are the other words? Legitimacy, legitimacy, performance, acceptance. Yeah. Um, all of that. I'm a recovering addict to that. Uh, yes. many of us who, many of us who did not have ideal, ideal homes. Um, yeah. you know, my parents were, they loved us, no doubt. Yeah. And there was not, you know, horrific things that happened, but there was just an environment of measuring up. And, you know, you, we tend to, whether we realize it or not, we project that onto God for one thing. We think that we have to perform for him. We have to yeah. be perfect for him. And it, it, there are all these masks we wear. Mm-hmm. For our, We wear a mask to ourselves. We wear a mask to our peers we wear a mask to even with the lord which is really funny when you think about it because he knows all (laughs) um but being set free from that right that that legitimacy that is in how he made you versus what you do intrinsically your value is in the fact that you exist Mm -hmm. and that you're his that's it if you never did another thing for him, if you never, you know, served on a committee, you never did anything. 
he would love you the same. You can't do anything to make him love you more. You can't do anything to make him love you less. Because let's face it, he loved all of us when we were his enemies, right? When we, according to the word of God, when we hated him, we didn't actively because we didn't know, but our, our enmity was there. And so, I mean, that's a huge thing, but even with our peers, you know, even with our family, I think there's this fear sometimes that if we don't perform, if we don't provide everything, if we don't do everything the best, if we don't um, make everything wonderful, that we're somehow letting them down, which I can tell you most of the time in my life, when anybody was like that around me, I wanted to say, please sit down and just spend time with me. I don't care about any of that. But if we don't, if we have that idea that we have to do all of that in order to be loved and accepted, again, we're going to turn ourselves inside out. We're going to feel so much stress, so much pressure. And it's so unnecessary. And it doesn't mean that you don't love beautiful table settings. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't mean that you don't love to serve your family and make beautiful meals. That's not what I'm saying. Do it. But if you were doing some things all day and you're tired and you could do something super easy with super easy cleanup and you don't do that instead, but you turn yourself inside out so that you can continue this performance the standard that you've set for yourself, then you have to ask, why am I doing that? Why can I not just accept my limitation that today I'm not up to it? Right. Why can't I just say, hey, everybody, um, I, I need some help tonight. Somebody else needs to get dinner or we need to order out or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, just being able to say, I accept my limitations doesn't make me less of a person. It doesn't make me less valuable. Yeah. You know, that's a good point. And I think really, as we think about emotions, I mean, gosh, we could spend every day for 365 days talking about the different things of emotions that need to be healed, the ways you could look at it differently, because I think with 8 billion people on the planet, you probably have equal amounts of reasons why you have negative emotions, either stored, stuffed, or unhealed, including the body of Christ and helping them unburden themselves so that they can experience that fullness of, of the Lord and going from, okay, you're saved from hell, but what are you saved for? Well, I guarantee you're not saved for performance. No, no, you're not saved for performance. And again, that's like you said, they're not safe for performance. So there's that aspect of what we've discussed And that is, why are you doing the things you're doing? That's right. But also, leveling up your health and your faith in the Lord to sustain you and to walk in the fullness of love, joy, peace, acceptance, legitimacy, all of those things as your immunity um, is important because there are things to do. And I am absolutely sure that anybody with an iota of discernment as a Christian today knows that things are getting darker. Yes. You know, um, things are are following along a timeline that has been predetermined by the Lord. And we can either move with it 
or we are going to get swept up in whatever's happening. And so moving with the timeline of God means, I, I remember many times in the past asking the Lord, like, when are things going back to normal? How many times have people said that about the past few years? And you know what? He says every time, it's never going back, right? We're moving forward. Yes. Right. And you you are you are exercising your spiritual muscles. You're exercising your faith. You are armoring up, leveling up, um, rising up for a purpose in the earth. And so I used to say it's hard to run with the horses if they're dragging you behind them. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I, I've thought in the past when I did not take care of myself, when I did not take care of my body, I was tired all the time. And even since then, you know, I've had bouts of that. And whenever I do, I'm, I always look at what am I doing? How am I, am I spending time with the Lord enough? Am I getting refilled that way first? Am I refueling my energy and passion with him? And then also, am I getting enough rest? Am I drinking enough water? Am I getting enough protein? Am I eating right? Yeah. Because all of those things are what fuels this, this earth suit Mm-hmm. That allows me to be about my father's business. And we have to do that right now. We have to. There are p- millions of people dying dying, and also in bondage. Well, I think that is a great place to pause. And so we will say goodbye for now. And we'll pick up the conversation again next time. I'm Jen. And I'm Bren. And we will say uh, goodbye for now. We bless you. And we look forward to talking about all the things next time. If you'd like to know more about Bren and Jen or Kairos Life Institute, go to kairoslife.org. That's K-A-I-R-O-S-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. You've been listening to Kingdom Over Cosmos. Remember to like and subscribe now.